Welcome to Bite Size, a cybersecurity Q&A presented to you by Kroll and Moore. Our goal is to take the complex world of government contract cybersecurity and break it down into bite-sized pieces. My name is Evan Wolf. And I'm Kate Grawley. Every few weeks, we'll take one question that we frequently hear from our clients and give you a short, simple answer and explain why it matters. So this week, we wanted to follow up from our discussion last time around about CMMC 2.0. And there we talked a lot about what were some of the foundational changes between the 1.0 version and this latest 2.0 version. So this time around, we wanted to talk about what's not in CMMC 2.0 that we had been seeing previously in 1.0. So Evan, what's no longer a part of the CMMC process? Great question, Kate, because much like the process of of refining anything, it gets simpler with time. And that's sort of what's happened here. We've gone through from a a five-step process to a three-step process, which clearly is is simpler, the three levels of certification, but also it really removed the whole process of maturity, which would be, and, and we've seen this in other sectors, a really hard area to quantify where companies are in the maturity process. If you look at the NIST cybersecurity framework or CSF, that is always a challenge there. So it really removed that whole maturity evaluation and maturity process, along with simplifying the levels of certification. And, and those were the sort of two initial big, I, I would say, simplifications and clarifications that it had. And what about those CMMC-specific practices? I think lots of folks refer to them as the Delta 20. Are, are those still there now? By, by lots of folks, you mean not me, because I never use that term. But no, they, they are not. And it's a great question. Because what, what also in the same vein of, of simplifying the CMMC process, it's really relied on, on the NIST standards, the NIST 800-171 standards and the NIST 800-172 standards, which have gone out for public comment. And I would say at this point, sort of well, while everyone might not agree with them, they're sort of well accepted and understood requirements. And many companies, including companies that we work with, have been mapping their infrastructure to either 171 and thinking about 172. Um, and so they really did drop the what were the CMM specific practices and, and, and that along with the, the process maturity. Um, has really sort of, I would say, simplified the process. So, so Kate, what about the rollout? How has that changed? Yeah, and this is, I think, one of the pieces of information that industry is really interested in because we don't have definitive word on this just yet, but historically, CMMC was expected to be a bit of a tiered rollout where steadily with each year that passed between 2020 and its first kind of conceived timeline and ultimately rolling into fiscal year 2026, there would be a steadily growing number of solicitations that would increase include CMMC requirements. This time around under 2.0, the expectation is that there will be no tiered rollout. Instead, it will be an all-at-once rollout. So once we have the final rulemaking and there's an effective date associated with that, on that effective date, the new version of 7021 or whatever clause comes out of the rulemaking process for CMMC 2.0, that that will apply to all contractors working with the DOD as of that effective date. So it's still TBD, but that's the expectation that a lot of people have been discussing, but that ultimately we don't have the final word on from the DOD. Well, that's great, Kate. It sounds like we're going to end up with a a much simpler and easier to understand and hopefully comply with CMMC process at the end of this. I want to thank you for joining Bite Size Q&A. 
We'll be back in your feed in a few weeks with a new question and hopefully a simple explanation. But in the meantime, you can find out more information on our website. And if you have any questions on today's episode or suggestions for future questions or answers, please let us know. I can be reached at 202-624-2615 and Kate can be reached at 202-624-2698. Be safe, everyone. This has been Bite Size Q&A, a podcast brought to you by Curl and Mooring. You can find more information at kroll.com slash cyberpodcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review.